Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. Oh, I'm Adam. Really? Yeah, I'm Maestro. Oh. This week, we're wrapping up our October Horathon with a sequel to a movie we did for last year's Halloween episode, The Halloween 2 Remake. Last year, we watched Rob Zombie's Halloween on Halloween. Uh, no, it didn't come out on Halloween Day. It's pretty close. This is going to drop the day before Halloween. Okay. Yeah, on the 30th. Fantastic. So, get your Halloween ready. Listen to last year's Halloween episode, Halloween, Rob Zombie's version, and then listen to this episode, Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's version. Yeah. Watch the, it's, I find well, I would think uh-huh. I find I would think that it's better to watch the movie first and then listen to the podcast. So, because if we point out all the bullshit now and then you watch it, it might ruin it for you. Uh-huh. If you watch it first, you might still have some appreciation if you're not all super jaded like I am, and then you might like like it and then <laughs> then ruin it afterwards. But it's entirely your choice. You can choose which where whichever way mm-hmm. you want to go. Yeah. So we're suddenly unfin- unfinished business here. Okay. So next Halloween we're gonna start something brand new. Okay. So right. whatever the Halloween episode is next year. It's something new. It's a new franchise or whatever. Right. This movie was directed by Rob Zombie, and it stars Scout Taylor Compton, Taylor Maine, Brad Dourif, Sherry Moon Zombie, and my mortal nemesis in life, Mr. Malcolm <laughs> McDowell. <laughs> Listen to last year's Halloween episode, and you'll figure out why I hate this guy. Let me hit you guys with a brief synopsis, and then we'll move forward. Lori Stroud struggles to come to terms with her brother Michael's deadly return to Haddonfield, Illinois. Meanwhile, Michael prepares for another reunion with his sister. Guys, did you ever see this movie before? No, actually. This is my first time watching it. Yeah, no. I I saw this in theaters when it came out. And I remember watching it like, hmm, this was interesting. Okay. <laughs> like it, I, it took me a second to figure out like what the hell I just watched. Okay. <laughs> and then I saw it when it came out on DVD. And I saw the di- unrated director's cut. And it has a different ending than Ooh. the theatrical version. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so I know what cut you guys saw. Again, another Wicker Man situation. Uh, <laughs> like, like, what cut did we see? It's like, right. did we get the bees or not the bees? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys want to talk about first? You want to jump into this? Into the uh, synopsis? Yeah, I, I guess I, I, I was not a huge fan of the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, I did enjoy the cinematography part of it. Yeah. There were cool was, shots. It was shot very well. There was good shots. The music wasn't as cool as the the first one. I, I don't think. I didn't get the like the when I watched the the, the remake last year. Yeah, I, I remember thinking out like that music was was great. The way uh-huh. they used it was perfect. Uh-huh. This, in this movie, I don't remember much. They didn't use the the music wasn't as big a character in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I can sound douchey for a second. Well, for the way I see it, a lot of what the killings were done in this one was uh, there wasn't that prolonged walking. You know, not as much so as the first one, I think. Yeah. Well, in the first one, he copied the fir- original Halloween pretty much beat for beat yeah. the second half. Right. When he goes to Haddonfield and he sees Laurie, it's like essentially the same movie, just a lot more bloody. But then they introduce his like white trash family and you see why he's fucked up in the head. Right. Yeah. When Rob Zombie made this one, it seemed like they just said, do whatever the fuck you want. And yeah, he did. Like, it. the only one thing in here is similar to Halloween 2, the original Halloween okay, 2. Okay, I was going to ask you about that. What, what the hospital the... scene. Okay. Because ah. in that whole movie in 1981, I think it came out, or 80, it takes place in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Okay. It opens up right when 
Dr. Loomis shoots Michael and he disappears. Okay. So they're transformed to the hospital and Michael goes to the hospital. And in part two, that's when Lori finds out that that's her brother. I forgot how. I think Loomis mentions it somehow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he gets blown up at the end. And Loomis and Michael Myers are supposed to die at the end of that one. Okay. But then they made Halloween 3, which didn't feature Michael Myers, and it bombed. So they were like, ah, we got to bring this guy back and Loomis. So part four, it's called The Return of Michael Myers, and Loomis and Michael Myers come back. I know, dude. It's weird. Remember I explained to you the the Jason timeline? This one's not as bad. Okay. Jason's like by far the worst timeline of any horror franchise. All right. Even Chucky? Mm Mm-hmm. You should you should have been here for that one, dude. <laughs> I was explaining like, well, he dies in part four, and then part five is not even him. But then in six, he comes back and he's a zombie, and Adam's just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like the whole time, and I'm like, then in part eight he goes to Manhattan, and then part nine he's in hell, and then but then in part ten he goes out of space. Can't believe there's that many. Yeah, and then part thirteen they just moved it. It was supposed to come out next year, April of 2016. A Chucky, a new Chucky? No, a new Friday Thirteenth. Part oh. thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah, and they moved it to 2017. Okay. Just so they can release it on Friday the 13th. The actual day, Friday the 13th. Oh, but there's one coming up next month. November. I know, but... Oh, they could could make it... Yeah, there wasn't one next year that they could fit it into. (laughs) So... Beautiful. So we'll see about that one. Hmm. All right. So Halloween 2. Yeah, I'm a little confused about the the beginning part of here. Okay. Because it... There's... Well, were you confused? They changed the child actor. Did you notice that? I did. Well, notice you probably that. don't remember. Oh, okay. Did I, you remember? Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I remember that and kind of thinking like, that's not the same kid, but yeah, also cares. he's not, he doesn't look like a pale little girl. Right. In this one. <laughs> with the, like freckles and yeah, yeah, yeah. weirdness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it opens up with the, the aftermath of the, the house getting all fucked up and Mike Myers is, is dead in the back mm-hmm. and she's walking down the street because she just shot him in the face or whatever. Uh huh. And then he gets put in the, into the hospital thing and driven off. Coroner's van. Yeah, the coroner's van. With two it really takes like six guys to lift this guy. Right. Oh, oh five guys and a, and a girl. Yeah. By the, by yeah, the way. that's right. <laughs> so shouldn't the ter- your Terminator rules apply, Adam? Where like if this guy's so heavy, shouldn't like he like just if he steps on a wooden floor, shouldn't it like crash? I, I was expecting when he got out of the back <laughs> of the truck for the whole truck to lift up like a yeah. foot. But they just like barely move. I'm like, ah, come on. Yeah. Missed opportunity, guys. <laughs> wow. You looked into that part, too. That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he get, he's transported, and then the, uh, the the super creepy corner dudes, they end up hitting a cow as they tell yeah, jokes to on. each other. Cow! Cow! Right. And the guy's like, e- huh? Uh, cow! Oh, bam! Right. He dies. The other guy's not quite dead. Mike Myers comes out, kills the other guy. No, cuts his head off with a piece of glass. Yeah. And then uh, cut to the girl in the hospital. And she's in the surgery room, dude. This yeah. shit is fucking brutal. Yeah, they're wow. taking her fingernail off. They're cutting it into her, her yeah. kneecap to get the glass out. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was pretty brutal. I'm just glad that she was out for that one. And it's crazy because, like, all the well, I grew up watching nothing but slasher movies. But in slasher movies, the girl at the end of the movie, after she kills the bad guy, she always looks like this. But you never think of the aftermath of when she has to actually yeah. check into the hospital right. to get stitches and shit. Yeah, See, that, that was cool. <laughs> so, up to this point, is this all really happening? I feel like this okay. is. Uh, I, I feel like what this was originally was just a I think, memory of her, I, I, and then it's mixing mixing into a dream. I, I think her getting stitched up actually happened, and then it enters into the dream sequence. Okay, from there. Yeah, because that's cause, what I think happens. Yeah, because I, I, I'm trying to figure out what happened. Like, did Mike Myers like is is the beginning the beginning part? Yeah, of the dream? so I think he escapes because later on when Laurie is seeing her therapist, the therapist is like, "They never found her body, Laurie. Yeah, he's that, dead." And that confused me. Like, but. 
We just saw his body <laughs> get lowered into the truck. Yeah. So I think that happened. The cow happened. Her getting stitched up happened. And then it was the dream of, wait a minute. So that, well, no, that couldn't have possibly happened. <laughs> yeah, it was all a dream. The whole thing was a dream. Which pisses me off because this movie is <laughs> about two hours. Okay. This whole hospital sequence is 20 minutes. Yeah. Usually like a dream or a flashback is no more than five minutes. Right. Not a sixth of your fucking movie. Exactly. And that's what was so confusing God about me. Like, it. wait, so she just woke up. How much of that was the actual dream? How much of it was reality? Because I feel like it could have been the first part was reality and then then cut to she wakes up later. Like when she woke up that night and walked down the hallway, maybe that was the start of the dream. Oh, when she went into her friend Annie's room? Yeah. The nurse is like, you got to go. Right. That I thought that might be the start of the dream, okay. but then when they said they never found his body, I'm like, wait, would that mean that the beginning part was also <laughs> part of the dream? Because they did find his body. <laughs> just very well. He was just paying homage to the original Halloween two, okay, with this whole hospital scene. Yeah, all right. Michael, Michael somehow gets to the hospital by foot, right? Um, sure, whatever. After a shot in the head, mm-hmm. yeah, gets yeah. up, walks <laughs> to the uh, five miles, I believe, or something. Uh-huh. Gets to the hospital. He knows exactly where she is, right? What wing she's in, right? Was he like, uh, hello, um, I'm here to see Laurie Stroud. Right. Oh, uh, are you of relation? Stab. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is uh, excuse me, nurse. Uh, uh, I'm looking for a, a, a Laurie Stroud. Who are you? Uh, I'm just her. I'm just a visitor. <laughs> I'm here to give her a Halloween grab. Stab. <laughs> Elsie, she's falling on the floor. But only family are allowed at this point. Oh yeah, my poor brother. <laughs> he he kills his way through the hospital pretty yeah. pretty much. Yeah. At, at first, the the nurse just kind of walks in, and th- I've seen this done in movies also, yeah. and I don't I don't get it. But I feel like maybe the turn there is, where you see, like, yeah, is, she looks normal. Walking from normal, turns around. Oh, it looks like uh, turns out I'm dying. Yeah, and I'm still in I shock got slashed about it. across the face, but I'm still able to stand normal. Yeah. Mm. I'm not running from the person that slashed me. I'm walking uh-huh. slowly, trying to sink it in. Like, what just happened? <laughs> oh, shit, I'm bleeding. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like that could possibly happen. I, uh, I've gone through, like, really traumatic accidents where I didn't even realize whatever actually happened to me. And then all of a sudden, I'm a little bit dazed, confused, don't really know what's going on. And then yeah, I, guess I got I, a broken arm. The, mm-hmm. the, the scar I have under my eye here on, this, on the left, left side. You were yeah. drunk. No, that's a different scar on the eye. The one right underneath my eye, oh, that, yeah, that yeah, was a baseball bat that I got to the face. Oh, yeah, I remember in Little League, right? Right. And uh, I, I just, I remember getting hit, and then, like, I, I was out, and then I, I came back to consciousness as my mom was carrying me running towards something. So I did black out there. I, I don't know if I would have been like, oh, did I get hit in the face, guys? Hmm. hmm what's going on hmm, here? Did I get hit? Hmm. Yeah. Drop. Right. <laughs> well, you were drunk for that. I was seven. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> no, I didn't start drinking until later. So Lori's escaping, and uh, she goes downstairs, and she's in, I guess, the boiler room or something. Whatever the fuck is under the hospital. Right. She falls into a pit full of dead bodies. Again, so, confusing. So is that, are those all the bodies Michael killed, and he just stored them down there? Or was that the cadavers that the medical students work on? Or was that, you know how Unclear. when people die in a hospital, they send them to the coroner? Was that like the coroner's lab? The only thing that I could think that would make <laughs> actual sense... Is that if that's just a huge like crematorium? Oh, okay, thing. yeah, yeah. They were, they were they were all going to get set to burn, but I'm also pretty sure they don't do it that way. Yeah, I don't think they burn you in a hospital. I believe the reason why that it's all like that is because the dream and is supposed to make it scarier for her. Yeah, it never, that's doesn't true. really happen, right? Because she herself has never actually been in a in a in a in a crematorium or a morgue or anything like that. Most likely, because when before the second movie, she was like you know happy go lucky girl, right? 
Now, mm-hmm. oh, she now she's all dark and crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, we don't know that at this point. Well, yeah, 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 she eventually becomes that way. Yeah, but usually what happens is when a person doesn't understand or know of what really happens back there, their mind fills it in for them. Okay, so we're under the impression that this is part of the dream. Yes. Okay. That I think we're, I think we're on the same page. That this is yes, a dream. Yeah, 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 definitely. So she ex- ex- escapes escapes into yeah. the rain, and she goes to the security post. And the security guard comes in. And this is my nominee for who Paul Giamatti would play uh, in this movie. <laughs> yeah. The security guard. So just a small enough role to get, to get Giamatti yeah, yeah. in there. He's a nice guy, though. Yeah, nice guy. I could totally see him like, to like, oh, hey, 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 relax. Yeah. Yeah. There's no fucking Merlot in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to go get the car. And he's gone for like a minute. She's like, where are you? And, he, and you hear a bang at the door. And it's him like, oh, sorry, my car didn't start. Yeah. Oh, you know, those old cars. Stab. Yeah. So he has an axe or something and he's breaking through the walls and he finally breaks through and he drags her out from under the table and he lifts the axe and is ready to stab her and she wakes up. Right. So Adam, you're watching this and then you realize it's a dream. Were you upset at this? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I was a little I, pissed. I figured. Maestro? I figured, okay, in this part of the movie, it's 20 minutes in and there's no way for her to escape. Mm-hmm. How are they going to come around this? Yeah. Oh, it's a dream. Yeah, that was my whole thing. You're like, wow, they really hit the ground running <laughs> yeah. with this movie. You're like, oh, they're killing her? The yeah, first like right, right away. Yeah. He's going, all right, so I guess they're not going to go after her anymore. He's just loosing the town. Like and, in Scream, like where they killed yeah. Drew Barrymore the first right. like, 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Where you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Where's this movie going? <laughs> exactly. I thought they were going to go with a different storyline right after this. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, then it's like, oop, reset button. Like, ah, come on. <laughs> well, the very first scene is a flashback to him in the mental hospital with the mom. Yeah. Right. And he, and he goes, Explain the white horse. Oh, the white horse, mom. I had a dream or whatever about the white horse. Then it cuts to, so we're started with a dream sequence. Then we get a flash, uh, no, we, first we get a flashback scene. Right. Then we're treated to a dream sequence. Right. And then we're going, Live into the movie. Then we're, then we're live and then, in. and then right back into the dream sequence again. Yes. <laughs> and then back live. Yes. Holy it was hell. like the Wicker Bad where he's, he goes in the water, remember? Yeah. And he comes <laughs> up holding the dead body. Yeah. He's like, oh. He comes to on the dock and he's like, oh. And right. it's a dead girl and he's like, oh. So we feel like three kicks to get out of this inception yes. in order to get the movie started. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that be the case, it does feel like it was well done. I feel like it, 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 it shot well guessing. again. Shot well, yes, but I, I, I just feel like that's to do like we were saying yeah. to wake up that late in the movie as oh forget the whole first part that was nothing. It's like ah oh, come on, we, yeah. I'm already invested in what's happening. Yeah, and now you're just hitting the reset button and like ah oh, that was that was a cool sequence. The hospitals. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah it was shot amazing. well. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And Michael, we find out he's just wandering, wandering the earth. Like yeah. uh, in Kung Fu. Yeah. Oh, but by the way, uh, there's another David little, Carradine. Yeah, David Carradine. Go, going back to the uh, the little booth, the the, the police booth, whatever. The, yeah, the guard booth, the security yeah. check in. Oh, uh, the Wilford Brimley looking guy. He's like <laughs> trying to. He's putting the key in the door. He's unlocking it to get back in. He then gets stabbed. Or oh, so the, the door should be unlocked. Or the keys are there. <laughs> Why is he then busting through the wall? Just for special effect. Just because he's a badass, like, hey, I'm crazy as fuck. Hey, guys. <laughs> or Here's Mike Myers. Well, it looks like, <laughs> or maybe uh, it wasn't completely locked and the keys broke off when the guy hit him. Mm. Or it fell down and he couldn't, and he couldn't see the mask. Or maybe he just wants to show how strong he is to scare the shit out of her. Oh, also things don't make sense when it's a dream. It turns <laughs> out the whole thing is a dream. Yes. By the way, I'm... I'm it's very upsetting when your explanations make sense to me, Mushroom. Really? Why? It's very upsetting. It's like, ah, damn it. <laughs> it could have broken out. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
All right. We find out that Lori is now living with Annie Wilkins, played by Danielle Harris. Yes. Uh, is this the same girl that she was in the, in the Halloween last movie, she remake? Was like, she was like her four- friend. Yeah, she was fourteen. That's what I was talking about. Like this is a fourteen-year-old girl supposedly, and we're seeing her topless. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the girl you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. She. This actress played Michael's uh, Michael Myers' niece. Okay. In part four and part five, she was a little. She was like nine or ten when she okay. played that role. Mm-hmm. So Rob Zombie brought it back because for the nerds, like, all right, oh! nerds, yeah, <laughs> get ready to nut your pants. She's hot. I like her. Oh, yeah. Harris. Absolutely. Lori's living with her and her dad, who's the sheriff, Sheriff Brackett. Yeah. Played by Brad Dourif, who was the voice of Chucky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember that? Yeah. And he that loves guy. the coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then we're introduced. Oh, by the way, in my notes, it says, oh, just a dream, two years later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is my reaction. Like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Never found his body. Blah, blah, blah. Then we're introduced to... The nemesis right. <laughs> of mine, Mr. Malcolm McDowell. Dr. Loomis wrote a book detailing the events of the last movie. Yeah. Because he wrote a book uh, in the first movie talking about Michael Myers as a little kid. Right. And now he's wrote all the details of like what happened that night, Lori getting And, and it hasn't been released up. yet. It hasn't been released yet. Yeah. yeah. He's, on a, he's on a book tour. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming. And then he's a prick to his publicist. The whole fucking time. He's a prick to everybody. He's such a prick. You don't understand. <laughs> Maybe he was method acting when you met him to do this role. Getting in the headspace. No, Halloween 2 already came out. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe, he got, maybe he got stuck in the role. <laughs> Remember how he told her? He's like, I want I want a tea. Yeah. A English cough, black tea, whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. Extra milk. And he's like, where am I going to get a tea? Just or, yeah, 2% it. or something. Yeah, yeah, just get it. That's how he treated me. At that nonprofit thing when I was an intern for that guy. I ha- who produced the same movie. I have that in my notes too. That this is the this is the McDowell that Hollywood was telling me about. Yes. Like this is it. Yep. This is just the based McDowell. on the, your description. Like, oh, that's the guy. Yep. <laughs> and it just, and I guess he's famous now, which makes him become a prick. Because yeah. Remember in the first movie, he was actually he actually cared about Michael. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't remember was, being this douchey yeah, in the he first one. He was trying one. to help him. Yeah. He almost sacrificed himself to save. Oh, by the way, uh-huh. I don't know if you remember this. In the you may remember this maestro. Do you remember how Dr. Loomis gets taken out in the first movie? Almost. Did he get thrown through a window or something? Michael grabs his head and sticks his thumb in his eyes, and you see blood coming down Dr. Oh, Loomis' yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh. But he somehow... So this... It's... Later on in the movie, it's proven that Michael is strong enough to lift a car up. Right. Yeah. So when he rams his fingers oh, through your eyeballs, you should then be blind. But mm-hmm. there's Dr. Loomis with two sets of eyes. Right. He does have glasses on for a lot of the time. But you see he's, his eyes. Yeah, but you just see his he's eyes. He's not later. blind. He's not, yeah, but sunglasses. Well, whatever. There was no permanent damage there. That's that's yeah, it's true. I forgot about that. God damn it. <laughs> so so is that his fault or is that Rob Zombie's fault? I don't know. Let's ask let's ask our special guest. We have uh, Michael Myers from the Rob Zombie movie here. <laughs> Mike, say hello. Mm. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll be coming back to you later. <laughs> He'll be our little you know how there's like live commentary on DVDs? Yeah. This is gonna be our guy right uh, here. Right, Mike? Mm. <laughs> nice. I love the beard, by the way, Mike. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> oh Jesus! So Michael is starting to see Michael, right, Mike? Michael is starting to see <laughs> visions of his mom with uh, with uh, a younger dress. version of himself, right. and a white horse. Right. That was interesting. Oh, we forgot to mention the white horse is defined in the very beginning of the movie. The oh, white yeah. horse symbolizes in in psychology. An output of rage or ex- of extreme emotion or something. Yes. See, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Why? Because uh, the, the white horse to me has is, is always been... Uh, the, Unicorns? The, 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 like Prince Charming will come in on a white oh, horse on a white and save horse, you. Yeah. 
That that's so in my mind, white horse is a sign of of hope, purity, yeah. or yeah, or salvation, intense, or intense emotions. No, just being saved, not having to be scared anymore. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're, it's based upon an action and not a feeling. No, it, well, white horses are used as like a metaphor or a, a another word. It's like metaphor to symbolize the the hope and <laughs> I thought it was a goodness. Sim- I thought it was a symbolizing a, a purity, a symbol. Okay, I thought the white symbolized purity, right? A pure rage. No, yeah. pure goodness. How was that to be good? Because there's a light side of the force, there's well, a dark side of the force. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Japanese culture, white symbolizes death, right? Exactly. Yes. Oh, but this yeah. is America. <laughs> this is Rob Zombie's America, yeah, this is boy. Rob Zombie's America. Rob Zombie's pretty American. I'm pretty sure we drink Budweiser in this town, son. <laughs> well, I mean, like if you think about it, I mean, what what color is Death's horse? I mean, it's black. No, everything Death is black. No, it's white. No, in the Bible, when when rapture and the end of days come, Death rides on a white on a pale horse. Yep. Like oh, the Johnny I do, Cash song. I do remember that. Remember from, the Johnny uh, Cash song? Uh, I remember the, from Dexter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shedding of all earthly desires. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. The the mom. Okay. This flashback or whatever the fuck she is, mom. I remember she used to be nice in the first movie. Yeah. Right? She's like, oh, Michael, I care about you so much. Mm-hmm. Now she's like, you need to go home and get your sister and cause wrath. Right. Well, I'm like, what the fuck? What happened to every character from <laughs> the first movie? Everyone's a dick now. But she does sound like she's a sweet, wrathful person. Well, the, the thing about it is, is me later on, is as far as wh- where this woman comes from. Uh-huh. Because up until a certain point in the movie, I'm, I am led to believe that this is a manifestation Only in Michael. Mike Myers' mind. So he has this. This is what is causing him to go crazy. Is yeah. His he's he's already crazy. Yeah. He's already a crazy guy. So he's taken his mom, crucified her in uh-huh. his own head, <laughs> and now that is why he's doing what he's doing. And then Lori can see her later on. Yes, I'm like at oh. that party. Yeah. So it's like, so does that mean all the Myerses can see? Or is is this is she died? an actual spirit that's causing bad then? <laughs> or is she well because Lori's all fucked up on the head too though? Yeah, yeah. But how is she seeing the same one that he's seeing? Well, what did they? What did the? And this is the dream simulator from Jason X, where everybody's <laughs> part of the same dream <laughs> without what? being hooked up to anything what? or hooked up to something depending on part of the movie. Yes, but you done. <laughs> what was the um, the psychiatrist's um, version of the white horse when the Warshap uh, picture was on the wall? Oh yeah. Um... Lori's seeing a therapist, and uh, she sees the Rorschach test. Yes, and uh, Lori's like, "What's that? It's a it's a ink blot. blot. It's a Rorschach yeah. test. Whatever. It's whatever you want it to be. Oh, I see a white horse. Oh, I saw two white horses. Well, that's simple. Yeah, back like they're like yeah, opposite. That's usually how it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she goes, "Oh, well, that symbolizes uh, that you've seen a white horse." <laughs> right. <laughs> that's all yeah, she said. Like, oh, that means you like horses. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much. Yeah. Like, okay, you're a great therapist. Yeah. So hundred dollars an hour for that. Get the fuck. Out oh, here. by the way. Speaking of great therapy, <laughs> we're led to believe that Michael Myers' body just disappeared out of fucking nowhere, and everyone's, and good, now, with and everyone's good with yeah. it. The sheriff is like, well, they never found his body, but he's dead. But <laughs> but we know he's dead. We know he's dead. He, he only he only got shot in the head, and he somehow disappeared. Right. Now, now, again, based on, if we're assuming the beginning, very beginning, was part of the dream or not part of the dream. If it was not part of the dream, the ambulance crashed, and the body disappears. Yeah. That's a that's a giveaway of of, of malfeasance. Yes, so, uh, something is wrong. Uh huh. Unless, of course, what happened was uh, the 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 ambulance crashed and someone stole his body. So somebody planted a cow. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm saying that someone someone just took the body in general. 
I mean, six does, people took the body. Sure, why not? Because it takes six people to lift this guy. There's Wolf tractors and a girl. Yeah, there's a tractor. <laughs> it's in the farmland. There's a tractor. Yeah, yeah. cow. Okay, cow. Well, he's wandering through the farms, which we find out just like right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. He's wandering through the farms, and here comes the second guy from Sons of Anarchy, uh, driving <laughs> yeah. the dri- driving the uh, the truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes out, and he's being all stupid, and they they just start. Hey, like, boy, what are you doing right. walking around here? I told you, kind. If I see you again, I'm gonna you're gonna catch a beating. Or That's something. like a six and a half foot guy with a beard and a scraggly outfit. I don't think I would talk to a person like that right off the bat. And uh, we're we're to assume he's in the general Haddonfield area, right? Right. Haddonfield's in Illinois. Okay. My friend Enrique, he goes to Chicago every single year, and he sometimes wanders out of the city. And I text him when I was watching this, and I said, "So is like Illinois like known for being like white trash Hickville?" And he goes. <laughs> Well, yeah, dude, like, fucking Chicago is, like, a city. There's actual farmland in Illinois. I go, okay, I guess this makes sense. Yeah, I mean, from what I'm told, that's pretty much happens everywhere. Yeah, that's, like, everywhere. <laughs> like, but, but like, like to that to that yes. level? Yes. Because this is the same problem I had with, with the, uh, the the zombie, the killer zombie uh, clowns. The, killer, oh. the same thing with the killer clowns. There was a scene with that, that one uh-huh. where the, it was needlessly aggressive for no reason. Like, that's cartoony aggressive. Oh, yeah. The, you never see that in real life. Yeah, you never see people just like, hey, you, yeah. you're walking. Yeah. I don't like the way you walk, son. Give me your <laughs> shoes. Like what? What the? That's that's not real life. Maybe in prisons, sure, yeah. but like not in real life. The thing I'm about, the wondering about that is that happened in the '80s, though. What? How did society change in those? Yeah, past I, 20, that, that was years? that was very prevalent in in earlier movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of like, hey, boy, yeah. all kinds of but stuff. What I'm saying, so considering that it's so highly prevalent back in those times, is that how society was at that time? Then again, there was that story recently in the news about. That kid punching up that blind dude. It's true. Oh, yeah. Maybe that is happening in real life. Maybe. Hmm. All right. Well, that guy had it coming. Yeah. The guy that got punched, not the blind dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Dodged the bullet there. Yeah. So sometimes an guy gets It's good if you use pronouns. <laughs> right. <laughs> in your sentences. Right, right. <laughs> so the sons of anarchy guy gets uh, taken out. Uh, and his and his friend and and the girl. Mm-hmm. Another thing about this movie that was interesting, uh, noteworthy at least in my in my case, the stabbings are very aggressive. Oh yeah, they're super violent. Like, wow, yeah. the way he stabs the nurse. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, everybody just like he's they, there's so much like yeah hatred and white horsiness yeah. in this. Yeah, <laughs> in the stabbing. Purity, you mean? Yeah, or purity something? of anger or rage or whatever yeah, you guys yeah. were saying. Yeah. It's just like wow, that is I, I almost like felt the concussive force from yeah. my seat. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I was watching as the nurse was like slowly dying. Oh from man, you just brutal. saw it. Yeah, first yeah. it was like screaming, then it was like, oh, and then yeah. there was that. Uh-huh. Oof. Lori works in a coffee shop, which is like the most Rob Zombie style coffee shop in yeah. the world. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the most. It's like it would get an F from the health inspector. Right. Like there's it, all this rusty fucking shit on the yeah. wall. It looks like a record label that's been like mal turned into a coffee shop. Yeah, like, the grade is like white out and says none of your fucking business on it. Yeah, yeah. Of a letter. yeah. I'm like <laughs> Rob Zombie. I know you're into this shit. Like, at least make the fucking coffee shop look real. <laughs> I'm surprised the fucking bookstore that Dr. Loomis was in for his book signing didn't have all this crazy shit all over the wall. Right. Like the uh, anarchist library or something. Cash only. Right. <laughs> this is America. We only take dollars, son. Yeah. Why? why, why okay. Anyway. <laughs> or ATM. <sighs> Speaking of that scene, yeah. Dr. Dr. Loomis, his book is coming out. And uh, this really, I really like the, the horror obsessed guy who's like, uh, can you make my book out to... Uh, so and so, the Avenger of Death, and Doctor Loom is like, um, okay, right. Well, well sure. b- before that, when he goes, he goes, he's doing a photo op. Before mm-hmm. he does the book signing, he's doing a photo op in front of the house. 
Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. he's being real dicky to everybody. Yep, and it's like, and is this this to me just like put like a super fine point on the mm-hmm. fact that this is he's he's lost it. Yeah, he's completely gone insane now with with the power and like yeah uh-huh. I'm the best and fuck everybody I I'm the Mike Myers guy, so everybody bow down. Mm-hmm. So he's he's riding this really high. Uh, horse, horse? A discrim- uh, discrim- d- dis- nondescript color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> easy for me to say. Yeah, yeah. So he got the photo op. Then he goes to the, the the bookstore where he's signing stuff. And the 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 girl, the the slutty girl from the first movie, her dad gives him a photo saying, "Look at this girl. Your monster killed her. Right. I'm her father." And he's like, "Listen, whoa, we're getting a little out of hand here. Yeah. Take his glasses. I off. feel sorry for your loss or whatever, mm-hmm. but I did not. Uh, I was yeah. almost a victim myself. I yeah." Mean, yeah, look yeah. at me. I have replacement eyes. Think these are cheap? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You realize how many books I had to write for that? Yeah. Oh, but you were saying about the, the horror fan guys. The, oh, the, yeah. guy, the guy that came up and like yeah. uh, signed it to... Steve, the yeah. bringer of death. Right. <laughs> Lupus is like, oh, sure. All right. There's got to be one everywhere, right, guys? <laughs> there's there's <laughs> always one everywhere. I mean, what do you think about that, Mike? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what was it like uh, working with Dr. Lupus... Uh, Malcolm McDowell on set. Mm. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Well, actually, oh. now that you bring it up, he, he was very unpleasant to me. No. <laughs> oh, wow. He was a dick to you, too, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I know I don't talk a lot, but, you know, uh, Malcolm McDowell, he he wasn't very nice to me. And ever since then, I just kind of kept quiet. We actually shot that scene first in the production. <laughs> so Rob actually had me with full dialogue. I actually had a soliloquy towards the middle of the movie, but... McDowell was such a prick to me, I said, nope, done talking. <laughs> Not talking to the last scene. Take that. Good for you, Mike. Way to step up against that guy. Stab. Oh, no. We oh, we Maestro. lost Maestro. Damn it. Oh, wait. It was just a dream. Oh, hey, wake up. Hey, welcome back, Maestro. <laughs> such a dick. Guess what? We are 29 minutes in, and it was the dream the whole time. <laughs> just like the movie. Just like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, the uh, the, the girl Lori is that Lori, her name? yeah, or Angel, or well, that's that was her birth name, right? So L- Lori is she's having dreams and she's freaking out and she's having like awake dreams now, daydreams, I guess <laughs> that would be a mm-hmm. <laughs> the right phrase, yeah. Uh, so then she's freaking out. And she goes to the therapist and like, "Hey, give me pills, give me pills. I need pills. Are you, oh, you bitch!" And she's yeah. like, <laughs> "The therapist's like, oh, hold on, I'm I'm concerned, but I'm gonna give you this instead of this." And she's like, "Oh, you're the worst therapist ever. Like, yeah, we already knew that." But <laughs> well, just, dude, her answer was, "White horse." If you see a therapist and they go, "What do you see?" Oh, I see. Uh, what, what was the line Armageddon? Uh, big breasted women. What What is the thing Buscemi says? Oh, you with real, you with large breasts. <laughs> He's taking notes, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. This chick is just like that means you like horses, right? Exactly. What? <laughs> your your fifteen right. years of education. I to forgot get your about PhD? that that Rorschach thing that yeah. he was doing about tits, tits, yeah. tits. You with tits? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Harry saying I'm not good enough to date his daughter, and uh, <laughs> this is Harry saying uh, ah, you're not a good enough guy to help me run my company. Ah oh, man, Ben Affleck too hard on Harry. Bruce Willis, man. Is it wow. just me or is this room getting smaller? <laughs> that, that big that big Russian guy? <laughs> the big fat guy? Uh, good stuff. Yeah. So she wants pills and she's wandering the town and she walks by the bookstore and she sees Loomis's, uh, yeah, Dr. Loomis's book. Right. And it's a picture of Michael as a kid with his freaky yeah. orange mask on. And she decides to buy a copy. Meanwhile, Sheriff Brackett is also reading the book right. on his own and he gets to the middle of the book and he's like, God damn it! Yeah. And I guess this is when he finds out that 
this is when he reveals to the world right. that she is Angel Myers. So up up to this point, what do they everyone believe? This is an adopted daughter. She just came out of nowhere. Okay, so everybody everybody should know the story. The sheriff knows that Lori is a Myers right. because when Doctor Loomis is hit and him, uh, when Doctor Loomis first gets to town, the first one, it, this is the Halloween uh, Rob Zombie one. He tells him, "I got a phone call um, about a, a, a homicide at the Myers house. I go, I was the first on the scene to arrive." He wasn't a sheriff yet. He was a deputy. Yeah. And I see a baby there. So I got the baby and I left the baby off the report or something and I put it in an adoption agency. And then the Strodes, because that's Lori's last name, Strode. Yeah. The Strodes adopted her. Oh, so, okay. So, so Lori is, you know, the baby from so the Myers. So she knows she's adopted though. She knows she's adopted. But she doesn't know who her real parents are. Okay. The sh- sheriff Brackett knows that. And Lori, nobody else does either. Uh, besides him and Loomis, no. So, oh, okay. Again. <laughs> Uh, so Mike Myers' body disappears. Nobody asks questions. There's, there's a baby missing from the house. No one asks questions. Nobody asks questions. Uh, a baby shows up at the adoption agency the next day or so. Uh, no questions. Hey, uh, didn't didn't that stripper chick have a baby? Yeah. Uh, no, I think I think he killed the baby too. Yeah, and it's fine. Really, there's nothing in the news about that. Eh, don't worry about it. Don't worry, don't about, worry it. about it. Don't worry about it. I mean, honestly, he'd have to create quite a few bit of information just to show where the baby came from. No, no, you can just drop it off. A baby that's young enough, you can just drop it off at a police station or a fire station. Yeah. No questions asked. Yep. I think it's called Safe Harbor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If, if that's the case, then that makes sense why the baby disappeared. Right. But why no questions? No follow-ups? No DNA tests even? Because oh. in this world, Adam, nobody questions anything. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I, I get, at least they're being consistent. Yeah. Baby disappears, no questions. Mike Myers disappears, no questions. Got it. It seems like you're setting up the canon for uh, the story. It seems like Mike Myers is like the 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 headstone to every headstone. The the beginning of all that is like cruel and unusual because I don't think these people have actually considered um, playing with the idea that the baby could have been like taken or anything like that. Maybe eaten. Yeah. <laughs> Buried. Yeah. Uh, all right. Scroll text. It is, po- <laughs> <laughs> it is possible. It is possible, though, that the baby was considered missing, but never found. And then the fact that she was under a different name, uh, a different area, doesn't make didn't think people to like look for that. But she's in the same area, though. She, she grew up in this, like almost across the street. Unless, of course, they bought uh, not bought. Unless, of course, they they brought back the kid from a different area. Because there's a possibility that even though she's not living, she wasn't fostered in a certain area. They could have taken her back, even, and they lived right. in the same. I see what you're trying too. to do. I don't yeah. know. I, I, <laughs> it makes sense. Nah, I feel like a push. Oh, by the way, back to the therapist. Yeah, I can, I can pull too. <laughs> she keeps telling Lori, "Lori, this was a, this was two years ago. They never found his body. You're fine." Everyone's treating this chick like she's crazy. Yeah, that she's scared of Michael Myers. Why is so traumatized? If that body <laughs> is not buried in the fucking ground, yeah. I'd be scared shitless too. Absolutely, especially. On October how, how 30th. Is, how is his, her, I guess, foster sister so well adjusted? Oh, Annie? Because she was attacked in the she first She was in movie. the same, yeah. She's got scars all over her face, too. Yeah. She was fucked up. Yeah. And she's, oh, she's like, and she, even she's like, Lori, they never found the body. Relax. Yeah. My question is, why do they keep on saying they never found the body as a good thing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. They never found the body. It's okay. What do you yeah, mean yeah. it's okay? No, no, that's not calming me down. That's feeding my fears. Exactly. Oh. Uh, <laughs> or maybe she's like saying that and everyone's saying like they found the body it's dead whatever it is but that's all she hears they never found the body How, okay let's let's just pretend a real life serial killer let's let's take an actual guy ted yes. bundy let's say ted bundy is being transported and then he and then his transport goes into a crash okay uh-huh. and then his body's never found 
Oh, well, you know, his body's never found. It's only Ted Bundy, one of the craziest fucking killers in the history. You're fine. You can sleep with your doors unlocked now. No. By the way, by the way, I I had forgot about this until just now. At the very beginning, when they're getting Mike Myers into thing, and and, and they're like, all right. Oh, they strap him down? They strap him down really tight. And they also, the the, the cop, (laughs) is it Brackett? Sheriff Brackett. Brackett tells the guys, when you you get to the morgue, lock it down. I want secured. I don't want anything. Until I get there in the morning. Yeah. But also go by yourself. (laughs) You get no police No police escort. (laughs) It's a big deal once you get there. But until you get there, I really don't care too much about it. Unless, of course, it's possible that (laughs) no one believed him. I understand he's supposed to be dead, but if it's that big a deal, he, he has some concern in his head to say, lock it down. Yeah. That, so something in his mind is saying, something's not right. Yeah. Could it go wrong? But not to the point of somebody follow him in a squat car. Mm-hmm. One, one of you guys, one of, one of you schmucks, you, hey, you just joined the forge yesterday, follow them. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Moving on, I guess. That's like, that's like, remember Jason X? The military has him captured at the beginning, but they have no, uh, police right they have no military escort or anything yeah there's just one nerdy guy watching them beautiful yeah so i think if we had captured bin laden we would have like five navy ships fucking transporting this guy to america yes and whole, that's not michael myers by the way right <laughs> someone who can rip a fucking door open right jesus christ all right go on your own you're on your own until then good luck Hope you farewell. Watch out for cows. Watch your neck. Ah, you usually worry about cows. Right. <laughs> so flash forward back now to where we are. Uh, yeah, forward? You mean? Forward, yeah. To back, the present. Right. Uh, there's a strip club scene. Was oh, there, yeah. Is there we, re- is yeah, there yeah we went over that. Oh, well, the mom used to be a stripper. And remember, there's oh. a sign that says, home of the mother of Michael Myers, the world's oh, most dangerous mean, killer. Okay. Yeah, it's a picture of the mom in there. I was wondering why they showed that. I wasn't I wasn't reading it. Yeah. Just like, okay, so, strip club. So, so did the mom in her fucking crazy dream self say hey go kill all my ex-employees <laughs> ex-employers at the strip club well it's a possibility that um because mike f- sees his mother as a pure a pure being. he wants to avenge yeah he wants to basically re- uh, yeah. eradicate everything that's makes oh, her stained, oh <laughs> he see, if he sees his mother as his pure being yes she is dressed in white yes and she is completely pale white yes as purity yes Oh, wait, it still backs you up. Fuck. <laughs> but purity in a good way. He sees her as a good thing, so white is good in his mind. Because purity it can mean many things in anyone's mind. Yeah, no, I'm stretching. Damn it. Yeah, All you're right. stretching. Anyway, so he goes to the strip club and kills people. That's right, stretching. I like how he kills the guy outside. Oh, by the way, if we forgot to mention, he's wandering Haddonfield or wherever the fuck yeah. with no mask on. Yes. He, he just has yeah. a hood on. Right. So. I, I kind of like that. Yeah. That, okay, he's been gone for two years, right? Yes. So he's just been wandering the general area for two years, like. But nobody's seen his face, though. I know, but well, so he could have no mask. Why on. doesn't he just come back instantly? Well, he seems like, like what's he waiting for in these two years? Halloween. I know, but that oh was yeah, two Halloweens ago. Well, maybe he, it took a year to recover. Oh, that's true. He did get shot. I mean, in the head, I guess. Yeah. Mike, what happened? Well, you know, um, <laughs> you know, um, I used to watch uh, this show called Kung Fu. And I like how he just wandered the earth. The one with David Carradine? Yeah, Maestro, that one. Uh, how does he you know your name? That's weird. I just wanted to wander <laughs> the earth. You know, just be a man of the land. But all these white trash guys kept fucking with me. <laughs> so why'd you eat his dog then? Well, you know, uh, 
with. Uh, when you're out there, uh, you really got to survive. You can't eat berries, you know. Those will fuck you up. Uh, so you got to eat whatever comes your way. Yeah, especially at your size. You, you at my eat- size, I need at least 7,000 calories. Right. Yeah, you need like two barrelfuls of berries for a meal. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Dogs, those are good. <laughs> oh, I, you can't eat horses, though. No, mom, no. mom will get mad if I eat a horse. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What if it's a black horse? Well, uh, <laughs> well you know. Adam, why? <laughs> you know, in this town, Haddonfield, there are no black people, so right. <laughs> the chances of a, of a black horse being around, uh, they're pretty, uh, his pretty likely. His <laughs> oh, thanks, Mike. Um, Dr. Loomis goes on a, on a late night talk show, and who's the host, Adam? Yeah, Chris Hardwick, man. Points. <laughs> Points. And, and Mr. Weird. Al. Yeah, Weird Al Yep. You went there. Yeah, well, he calls him, Loomis calls him Mr. Weird. Yeah. When he comes out like, thank you, Mr. Weird. Oh, uh, that's Al. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're just messing with him the whole time. Oh, fuck. I, I, I listen to Nerdist quite often. And yeah. actually, actually, uh. Do you watch At Midnight? I, yeah, every now and then. Not, not very often. But yes, I enjoy okay. the points. No, you get points. I get, oh, thank you. Yeah. Because mm. you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag, uh, late night show funniness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, what was my point? Oh, uh, so I, I actually yeah. saw McDowell or heard McDowell on Nerdist talking oh, yeah. about this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he seems like a pretty okay dude. But I hadn't seen it yet. So I was trying to, I was like, <laughs> I feel like, I felt like I had seen it, but I don't uh-huh. remember Chris being in it. So I was confused. Yeah. And then I, then after watching, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the one with Hardwick. Yeah, man. Hardwick was also in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Fat Chris Hardwick. What, yeah. oh. What's his brother's name? I, I want to say Steve or Peter? something. Peter? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Peter Hardwick. <laughs> yeah, he was uh he was one of the college kids who gets killed in that was Rob Zombie's first directorial yeah. movie. Yeah. House with Thousand Corpses. Right. That's where he became friends with Chris and they started mm-hmm. doing stuff together more. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Rob Zombie, interesting character. Interesting guy. Mm-hmm. I heard him interviewed also and I'm like, wow, I yeah. never would have thought all those things. I I talked to him for like thirty seconds when I was an intern oh, yeah? for the guy who produced this movie. Nice. Yeah. He called. He's like, uh Malik Akkad, please. And I go, uh, one second, Mr. Zombie. Hold. <laughs> Mr. Zombie, really? Cause, yeah, because he told I go, uh, my ass who's calling. Uh, this is Rob Zombie. I'm like, one second, Mr. Zombie. Like the Mr. Al. Oh, okay. Or Mr. Mr. Weird. Mr. Weird. There you go. <laughs> Mr. Zombie. That's awesome. Mr. Zombie. Yeah. All so, right. So, so they make Malcolm McDowell look like an asshole. Right. Which I love. Yeah. Oh, because, God. Yeah. Oh, the tears he must have had. <laughs> I would have drank him up. Yeah. <laughs> I drink it up. <laughs> drink it up. Yeah, so he gets he gets roasted on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hardwick d- doing a good job of of being that kind of dicky dude. Yeah, which he, he also played that dicky dude in a in, in one uh, Marin TV show. Oh yeah, when he was, yeah. When he was hosting Breaking uh, Walking Talking, Talking Dead, Dead. he's like dicky version of himself because uh-huh. like if you listen to the podcast, they don't all, like each other, or they have like a feud. They they did. They're yeah, they're yeah, over yeah. now apparently, yeah. but it was uh, anyway. So uh, Lori finds out about the whole being the sister of Mike Meyer. She's freaking out. She runs. Oh, yeah, because she buys a copy of the book and she flips out. Yeah, so she runs to her other friend's house, which who she works with. At the I guess book coworker. Store. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all getting ready to go to a party in the in the theme of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Did you like that? I, I did enjoy that. You know my my favorite. I always had a. I saw Rocky Horror when I was like ten. Okay, uh-huh. I think something a ten year old should not be watching. No, no, no. But I no. but I grew up watching slasher movies when I was like seven. So. But that's not a horror because mo- oh, horror's in the title. Maybe you thought it was a horror movie. Yeah. Okay. But like when you see like shitty horror movies like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, when you're like <laughs> when you're like seven or eight, like Rocky Horror Picture, that's nothing. Like yeah, I just watch what I actually. Now that I think about it, I really didn't have a parent. Oh, okay. They were just like, like ah, feel free. All mm-hmm. right. When I was a kid, I watched a bunch of horror movies too. Is that right? Yeah. 
Critters 2. Um, mm-hmm. I remember watching, what's the one with the, there's like big creatures underground? Tremors? Tremors. I, me- I remember watching that one as a that kid. That was funny. Yeah. That, 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 I thought that, I thought more of that as a comedy than anything yeah. else. Yeah. With a uh, Hightower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in, the, uh, when I was a kid, I always had a crush on the, the, the Rocky Horror Maid. Yeah. And then Lori was dressed like her. The so, maid with like the fro it? that really? goes to the side. Yeah. I had a big crush on her. Oh, What's her, what was her name again? I don't know. I don't know. Something names. Russian, I think. Yeah. And I don't remember her being particularly attractive. Claudia? Anastasia? There's just something about her, dude. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Is she, is she one of the mothership alien people? Yeah. Yes. Huh. She was the one that actually ended up in the end and killed Rock Frankenberger. Yeah. yeah. When the butler and her come out, they're they're like the new leaders of the of the little clan. Right. After uh, Franken, what the fuck was his name? Frankenfurter. Frankenfurter. After he gets uh, thwarted by Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took a second for me to realize it was a Rocky Horror Picture Show themed. Oh. Okay. I, I I saw Frankenfurter like, hey, that's Frankenfurter, that's cool. And then later hey, on, there's a maid. Yeah. Like, is that the? <laughs> oh, and then the girl said, oh, <laughs> hey, look at that. I, they, I take they it had back. The theme. Uh-huh. Her name was Magenta. There oh. you go. Oof, that's not Russian at all. No, no, that's surprise too. That's a color and printing, right? Color process. Yes, that's what I do for a living. Wow. <laughs> the pressmen call it red because the ink looks red before it gets on the roller. You see. Actually, Adam, that's my favorite <laughs> color because when I stab someone, uh, yes, that's the good. color that comes out of their body. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that shot of space would be blue or cyan in the printing world. Um. <laughs> well, I I haven't been to outer space yet, but my friend Jason Voorhees, uh, he's. He's uh he's he's been to space. He, I feel he like doesn't like it up there. If history's any indicator, you're gonna be in space pretty soon, Mike. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm actually told that that's not true. That blood doesn't turn blue in outer space. Well, without oxygen, blood yes. without oxygen is blue. Yeah, that's why it's. If you look at your skin, it's blue. The veins. No, I, I I understand, but you're still gonna. Oh, well, how are you gonna have blood survive in space without oxygen? You're not. You're, you're dead. That's the, that's the point. <laughs> But there's still gonna be oxygen in your veins. You're just not breathing it out anymore. No, you would like your head would. You, you never saw Total Recall. Yeah, I see his Total Recall. His fucking eyes are popping out of his head. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> that was That's interesting. What happens? You want to keep on going with that? Before they uh, oxygenize the atmosphere. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so they're at a party, getting drunk, having a good time. Because she's then, all she's all depressed first because uh, it turns out I'm a Myers, and they're like, oh, and then they're hanging my out. My life's over. You know what? I want to get drunk instead. Yeah. Seems like a good idea for you. You're so stable. Uh-huh. Let's go to a party with a lot of people and drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so she's in the middle of the party. She starts having one of her daydreams thing where her, the mom shows up. Is, is This is the first time she sees her like outside of a dream, right? Right. The horse and little Michael. Yes. Yeah. So she's freaking out. And um, one by one, the, the, fu- the, the fucking chick in the van, the Frankenfurter, yeah, Frankenfurter chick and, uh, dies, and the asshole in the van. Th- what? He... He he was he he went from like a player to a puss, yeah, like real quick. He was like the whole he was like smooth talking, like yeah, mm-hmm. let's go to my van. We're gonna I have to say, I get laid in here all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> they get inside and she starts being aggressive. And he's like, oh, um, hold oh on, God, oh God. <laughs> it's almost like he didn't expect it to actually work. Yeah. So then he goes to take a piss outside, and Mike Myers gets him. I, 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 just like before, which I guess was a dream, so it was acceptable, but this is real life now. <laughs> yeah. How he knew to go to that party. Yep. Straight from a strip club. Uh-huh. And, so, and that's somebody at the strip club said, hey, remember that Lori girl? I saw her at the party. <laughs> oh, my God, Mike Myers. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask him, Mike, how did, <laughs> how did you know to go to the party? Well, uh, <laughs> Haddonfield's a small town and people talk. So, you know, you just talk to one person, you know, everyone's business. Okay, cool, so Mike. so her her father and sister had no idea where she was, but everyone else in the town knew. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just ask around. Uh, when, when you're a six foot six uh, guy with a mask, nobody, nobody kind of, every, they cooperate. All right. So Mike Myers kills the, uh, the, the guy that was pissing and then kills Frankfurter in the van. And then the, at the party, she's freaking out. So they mm-hmm. end up going home. And they leave the, the Frankfurter behind because I guess she has this little reputation. Yeah. She's, ah, she'll be fine. She, she's fine. They go home. Sheriff Brackett sent a cop to watch over his daughter, Annie. Oh, yes. And then Michael goes in and fucks her up again for the second straight movie. Right. Now, this is, this is another thing I don't like about movies. Uh huh. Where if it's, if it's a close enough shot, it's easy for them to just like stick their hand in the shot and be like, oh, he was there the whole time and killed him from the side. Uh huh. But if you're that person, you don't have that narrow view. You can yeah. see all around you. Yeah. So the cops in there lighting a cigarette and also Mike Myers shows up and like, at, like you didn't see him coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, he's like a seven foot tall dude. Mm hmm. Uh, you're on the lookout for something bad to happen. You yeah. got a shotgun. You just, you just somebody walk up to you. Hey, what's? Oh no, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. It is possible that he <laughs> has really bad uh, recept- um, peripherals. Peripherals. Yeah. Some people have been known to not actually see movement from certain angles. Then he then shouldn't he be, be a cop. cop. <laughs> they, but even even so, they sh- can still have twenty twenty vision. So if they're looking straight or forward, they can still shoot straight. I feel like peripherals is a very vital part of, of being a cop. Mm-hmm. But is it being especially uh, like in the field? This is quite possible, but was it ever tested? Maybe, you, maybe not in this. Are you creating this backstory? I don't know. <laughs> also, if he gets right off the angle where the perception of his vision disappears, see his wife's sister is cousins, second uncle with Hatchet. That's how he got on the force in the first place. Oh, yeah. and they did some dog watching for somebody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. So did Michael go to this house because he knows Lori lives there and she'll come back eventually? Or did he go because... So he, How did he know he goes the to, sheriff he go, lives there? He goes to the party, I'm, I'm assuming, looking for Lori. Uh-huh. Doesn't find Lori. Finds the other two. Ah, kill them. I guess Lori's not here. I guess they'll go back to where uh, the other girl is. But have you noticed, though, that it seems like he only kills the people that are very unpure? No. I, I, I mentioned that. Because the girl, the girl in the in the truck the, of the SOA guys, Sons of Anarchy guys, yeah, yeah, she was like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and then she he kills her anyway. Yeah. Well, remember how they talked about in the Boondock Saints: the person that doesn't do anything is worse than the person that actually does something. He, she would have been dead regardless. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Evil men triumph when good men do nothing. Yes, that's a Bible thing. Even yeah, really, that's in the Bible. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was the Boondock Saints thing. Well, the Boondock Saints were they were religious people. Yeah, they were, they were Catholic, so that, that comes from their Bible. Okay. Wow. What's the symbology behind that? You, you mean, mean symbolism? Symbolism. <laughs> uh, have we done him yet in the movie? Defoe? Yeah. Uh, I feel like he had a small role in something we did. We uh, John Wick. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the sniper. Yeah. But John Wick was a good movie, though. Yes, yeah. he was. Good pull. We should get him in like a... Oh, American Psycho. He was the detective hired to f- investigate Jared Leto's disappearance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we've done it twice. Oh, yes. We did decide, Michael Psycho. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> almost feels like it doesn't count for some reason. Oh, All right. oh, oh yeah, Myers right. goes to the house. Hey, Mike, do you want a side job? <laughs> we have a mission for you. Uh, yeah, sure. Whatever you want. I'll make that Jason Bateman look like a pussy. <laughs> Lori comes home drunk and the friend, and uh, she finds Annie upstairs in the bathroom right and there's like a pentagram on the wall and six 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 so, six. so, Mike, so wait a minute so, a bunch of like satanic bands was, on the walls as so well was his plan to make it look like it was like devil worshippers and not michael myers who killed 
the no, sheriff's daughter? No, that, that bathroom was like that from the beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was. Yeah, because I remember thinking like, Jesus oh, Christ, that's okay. a really dark, dark room for somebody okay. that just survived death. <laughs> Sorry. I, this whole time I was thinking, I'm going to trick everyone <laughs> to think it's not Michael Byers. No, that, that was the I was, was Lori right. doing because you got all goth and everything mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Points. Yeah. <laughs> How come he only gets the points? Yeah. Because I'm... I'm uh, uh, Actually, you get points for the for the white explanation about the how white represents pu- uh, death and stuff and other. I feel like stuff. this is a pity point. Yeah, it is. No, oh. I just well, I didn't want to give away Hardwick yet. All right, that's why I didn't say points. Ah, I see. We so anyway, yeah. uh, Mike Myers goes in and he kills his sister. Uh, wait, not so fast. She's not dead. Again, again, because <laughs> in the first one she didn't die. Up, up until this point, in this movie anyway. Everybody he kills, he makes sh- damn sure they're yeah. dead. He and steps on guys' heads. Yeah. He stabs a nurse. The aggressive stabbings, yeah. the taking the eyeballs out of one person yeah. for uh, I don't know why. After Even after stopping a guy's head, then hanging him mm-hmm. to, uh, mm-hmm. just for good measure. Just to show a message <laughs> like, hey, you don't fuck with me. Yeah. But this one, I'm only going to half kill her and then leave her there well, uh, for bait. <laughs> No, no, that, no, that's not a legitimate thing. Again, that, this is assuming <laughs> this is assuming that he was re- like, yes, it was big. No, 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 sarcasm, friend. This, this is assuming that he knows that Lori lives there, which I wouldn't know how he would know that. I feel it might be a connection based upon like some sort of weird thing that they had from the very beginning. Points. Oh, the mom. Okay. Yeah, the mom was telling her. <laughs> the, the shared mom vision uh-huh. was telling this is where she is. Uh, you got points right there. You, you didn't even acknowledge me. Oh, well, you were still talking. I want points. <laughs> points. Thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, somehow this bathroom so, has two doors, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So Mike Myers, and he can't break through one of them, and it's made of wood. But we no, see in the he, next scene that he can lift a car. No, he 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 breaks through the door eventually. Event, yeah, but he one strike he can't get through. He right. can lift a car. Right. He lifts the car, and he can break through a fortified wall with an axe mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, so she's running. She's like she's she is running, and and, and Mike Myers is walking. Uh huh. Uh, she she's running for what seems like a, a long, long while. Uh-huh. Yes, enough where she should have a huge lead mm-hmm. on the walking mm-hmm. Mike Myers. Yes, uh, flags down a car, and then right away Mike Myers is on top of her again. Uh-huh. Yes. So is he just running when there's no camera, or no? No, they took a bus halfway through. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, Adam, uh, I like to give the victim hope. I see, and then I take off. See, the benefit of being 6'6 six, six is you have long legs, so I can catch up to her. See, this is this is a problem I also have, uh, weirdly enough, with uh, with the Daleks from, from the Doctor Who. They're very slow-moving creatures, mm-hmm. but are also terrifying. Mm-hmm. However, with the, with, with the Daleks, at least, they can do a temporal shift and move from one place to another. Unless Mike Myers can also temporal shift, just teleport. And it's not just him. Jason Voorhees does it. Yeah, Chucky. All, all the guys do it. Mm-hmm. It is also possible that they just took a shortcut. No, no. <laughs> and I, I also minus, have this kind of problem. Minus points. No. <laughs> <laughs> with with like zombies. Uh, mm-hmm. in like uh, I'm, Walking Dead just came back on. Yeah. And good God, what a what a first two episodes mm-hmm. to get the ball rolling. Oh my God. Anyway, but they're they're walking. I feel like it's it's for somebody that can do more than walk. You're already in a huge advantage mm-hmm. to get away from most of the from 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 a Jason, from a Mike Myers, from a zombie. What just the, walk at a, a semi brisk pace? 
and you will eventually get far enough away. Well, in the case for zombies, that's where it kind of falls apart because zombies are, themselves aren't scary. It's the fact that there's so many of them. Right. No, I, I get that. Eventually, I mean, once you start running through herds of them, then you're, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. But if there's one coming at you, why, why does one zombie always end up killing somebody? By themselves, like oh, and then trip and fall and just wait on the floor for a while until the zombie can catch up. Which one are you talking about? I don't, there's been a bunch of scenes where pe- people just died because of one zombie. Yes. Just take a step to the right, and then <laughs> walk a little faster. And oh, you're fine. I, th- I thought you were gonna pull a step in time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just Put your hands right. on your hips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, so she gets in the car, and then Mike Myers kills the guy that was picking her up. And then he flips the car, mm-hmm. catches on fire. Not sure how that happened, mm-hmm. but it did. Uh, and then he ends up picking her up and carrying her away mm-hmm. to a shed. To a shed. Uh, cut to uh, Hatchet getting a phone call uh, saying, hey, there's a Wait, witness. Why are you calling him Hatchet? What is his name? Oh, Bracket. Bracket. Yeah. Whatever. Bracket. Or Chucky. Hatchet? Right. You can call him Chucky, too. Chucky. Ooh. Chucky uh, gets, gets, gets a call <laughs> like, hey, uh, we found a car overturned. A witness said... <laughs> they saw a giant person carrying a girl towards a shed. Uh-huh. Where was where was his witness? Yeah, it was an abandoned yeah. road. Yes, in the middle of nowhere, pr- practically. Uh huh. But it, there was somebody that was there. It was the cow. It was, the cow. <laughs> it was all part of my master plan, Adam. Oh, it was Mike Myers' call. Uh, I I called to oh. to to get to get him down there nice. just to lure Loomis that pussy out. All right, because <laughs> I knew he'd come down and come down. He did. Uh huh. Because up to this point, he's depressed in the hotel room, just mm-hmm. like, it's over. I'm ruined. My yep. career is over. Yeah. I've never been so embarrassed. This is it. It's over. So I'm done. But then uh, he sees oh, it. You were, you were embarrassed by Chris Harvey. It's not like you were on fucking <laughs> Leno or right. Letterman. Maybe he is the Leno of this world. Oh, maybe. He did have Weird Al. It's a pretty good get. Uh-huh. It is possible yeah. that like his ego is that... Um, Fragile? Yeah. I don't think so. No. Well, it took him two years to get it that way. He's been building it up for two years. Yeah, just exactly. like how big it is. Exactly. For and for for one uh, talk show host to strike you down. Well, it's possible. I mean, like think about it this way. I mean, like even the people that have been talking to him at the at the interview of the book at the very beginning were just talking to him about stuff that doesn't revolve around the book. It revolves around what's been going on in the news. They don't really care about him. So now he's trying to make a well, a, a reason for him to actually being there. Okay, but there was also a moment where he was giving a lecture for some reason. Uh, yeah. Uh, for, yeah. For something, and somebody was like, uh, "Don't you feel responsible?" And then he got he started yelling and getting yeah, crazy because mm-hmm. they don't care about what he thinks; they just care about what happened. Yeah. I don't know. Well, whatever. So he, bas- he sees on the news, "Hey, Mike Myers is here." What? What? Huh? Oh, yeah. Well, that's time he- to be the hero again. Yeah. It seems he takes like off. exactly because it feels like everything that he's done up till this two years has just been reported information of what people really cared about. They don't care about him. They don't care about what he wrote. They just care about what happened. So basically, his entire uh, ego is based upon false pretenses, saying that he's important when in actuality he was just a stepping stone in the whole story. Yeah. Well, he he was he was the headline. He was the the uh, the clickbait. Yeah, but like, yeah, but yeah, exactly. So I mean, like he he himself had no uh, reoccurring like factors that actually helped out, except for just like him retelling the story. Yeah, he was just cashing in. Exactly. So mm-hmm. and everyone can feed off of that, and his sense of false ego or or entitlement was what caused him to to spiral down. So now that's why when they told him about the Mike Myers incident again, that's why he had to feel like he had to justify his. Yeah, ability the, the old again. Loomis comes back after the, yeah. the new one gets struck down by Chris Hardwick. Yeah. yeah. He minus pointed him. Right. (laughs) 
So the shed is surrounded by choppers and cops, the same transport that should have been provided to the corner van, mm-hmm. right? I feel. Yeah. Uh, and the there hel- helicopter even <laughs> yes. following the ambulance. Would've that would have been, been cool. nice. Possibly yeah. with a gun or two. Yeah. That would have been Snipers, nice. Snipers, sure. The Avengers, right. something. <laughs> Call in the re- fucking reinforcements. Anybody? Yeah. You can get, get even Hawkeye. Hawkeye would have been good. <laughs> just transporting him yes. in that fucking corner van. So, uh, Michael. Okay. okay. Uh, now, th- now this I got to ask you guys because I want to know what cut you saw. Okay. Because I'm think I saw the director's cut. So okay. I want to know which cut you saw. Anyway, so they got her on the floor, and Michael Myers, adult Michael Myers, is holding her down. By the way, there's a bunch of snipers. Nobody has a clear shot. Yeah. Somehow. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, she's having these weird visions, and now we're, she's seeing the mom, and now it's the kid Michael Myers holding, pinning her down. Right. And she's like, say, I'm sorry, mommy, or I love, I you, love mom, you, mommy. Yeah. Say it. Yeah. Sorry. Art. Yeah. <laughs> What so, was your problem, Adam? You 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 were like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Okay. About to say as, as far as the snipers not having a clear shot, uh-huh. uh, this is this is present day or present-ish day. Yes, within it's, the last at least the ten years, modern era. Yeah. Okay. But even going back ten years, if we were to go back ten years, there is technology for weapons, snipers that have infrared, where you can mm-hmm. see through things. Mm-hmm. We know Mike Myers is standing by himself, and he's six six, and he's so six that's six, a big target, huge target. There's <laughs> two people in there. One's on the floor. <laughs> One is standing seven feet tall. Yeah. Shoot through the fucking shed. Well, there's a possibility also that ricochet might happen as well. Not off wood? Yes, off wood. Not, not ricocheted enough to the point where it would, it would hit her like that. No, I'm not even talking about the bullet ricochet. If you shoot through wood, there's going to be splinters. What oh, happens splinters. To, good God. How horrible the, that would be. The splinters could be over. <laughs> the, splinters, the splinters could be bullet sized too. And if that, with that kind of velocity will cause some damage. Right. Some damage is, is better than getting stabbed to death, aggressively stabbed by Mike Myers. <laughs> True, but they're also, it's not their call. Usually when it comes to snipers, they have a guy that say they make the call or not. Yeah, bracket, you just killed my daughter, take this guy down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Unless, of course, he's not in charge. Right. He's a sheriff. Yeah. All right. I don't feel like sheriffs have that kind of uh, ability. Uh, yeah, yeah. In a small town, yeah. You think so? Because everybody else is a deputy. Sheriff is like chief uh, of police. Yeah. So where do they it, get the snipers like, from uh, then? What? I don't know. It'd be like Gordon saying, take the shot. Yeah. State, Gordon. state police? I don't know. Oh, that's the thing about it, though. They had state police. They probably have people that are in charge of that as well. Well, technically, state police has pull over a sheriff. Yeah. But whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. At this point, I'm trying so hard, my church. <laughs> Loomis dancing. Loomis shows up. <laughs> <It's not victory. laughs> Loomis shows. So in your version, I want. I just want to make sure this is what happened. Loomis shows up, and Brack is like, "Get the hell out of here, Loomis!" Right. He punches and, him. Yeah. In the face. Loomis is like, "I, I got to do this. This is my thing." And, and he, he takes off, and they're like, "God damn it, Loomis, get yeah. back here!" And right. He goes in the shed, and he tries to talk to Michael. Right. Okay. Now the director's cut is. Uh, in your version, did Loomis die? He, he got stabbed. Did Michael say die and he stabs him? Yeah, something like that. Okay, so you, we saw the same cut, okay. the director's cut. Okay, just just making sure. Yeah, because in the non-director's cut, what did you see, my show? Your shit. Your oh, cut. Right. Okay. okay, so so in the theatrical cut, because remember I saw this in theaters. Okay, I remember I saw it on DVD and I was like, wait a minute, that's different, right? In the theatrical cut, the snipers take him and Loomis out. No, no, no. Wait a minute, that happens in this cut, right? So the snipers. Wait, what the fuck happens? The sni- the sni- okay, the tell me what happened. Tell okay. me how this thing right. ends. The, the, the way it ends, uh, Loomis goes in and he's like, Lori, get up. Let's get out of here. Yeah. I can't. He's holding me down. Lori, nobody's holding you down. It's yeah. all in your head. Yeah. Because now, now, now he's the doctor again. Yeah. Now little Michael is part of her dream also. Yes. So now we have mama, mama Michael and, uh, and little Michael. <laughs> 
are, are part of a dream world inside uh-huh. Michael's head, which are now also part of Laurie's dream. Uh-huh. Okay, so they're plugged into the Jason X machine, but yeah. the dreams are all shared and combined. Yeah. So little Michael, which doesn't actually exist, except for in her head, is holding her down. Uh-huh. And Loomis is trying to tell her, get up, you gotta get out of here. There's nobody holding you down, it's on your head, it's on your head. And then uh, he goes up to uh, Michael and is like, you got, this, this has gotta stop, this has gotta stop. And then it cuts to them both getting launched through the wall, where uh, Mike Myers is like, die! And he okay, stabs okay, him, and then okay. they, they break through the wall, and they're outside, and then everybody starts unloading on Michael Myers. Yeah. And uh, he takes a bunch of shots, he's dancing, getting shot for a second, uh-huh. then he eventually falls. Uh, Lori comes out, takes off his mask, and puts it on her face? No. Okay, that's the theatrical oh. cut. Oh. That's what I remember from oh, the theatrical uh-huh. cut. Yeah, she goes and gets the mask and puts it over her head, and she turns to Brackett, and he's like, oh, God, Lori, no. And then in the theatrical cut, um, it goes to – maybe there's a third cut. That's why I'm asking. Okay. In, in, the, in, the, uh, in the theatrical cut, she's now in a mental hospital, locked up, and she now sees the white horse and the mom going yeah. into her room. Right. Okay. That, that, that happened in my version as well. Yes. Okay. Well, because what, what happens in, in, in the version I saw anyway, she yeah. comes out, she's like walking slowly, bends down, picks up the knife, and starts walking over to Loomis. Uh-huh. And she's like, it doesn't even raise her hand yet. He, uh-huh. She's just standing there and they, and they, and they shoot her down. Yeah. And hold your fire. I don't, I don't okay. The, the, okay. You were saying they didn't get the fire command, uh, on Mike Myers through the shed. Yeah. Fine. There's no command and they take down the victim. <laughs> What? <laughs> you can't have both. You can't have I need orders to shoot to the shed or no orders to shoot the girl. Or it was no orders to shoot until um they saw the vi- the, the bad guy. Right. She, they don't, this, they, this is the victim. This is the hostage in the shed. She has a knife. Right. And she's, she's no standing lo- there. With, uh, over if Loomis, right? If she, if she lifts it up over her head and starts lunging, then take her down. How long are you going to wait for that to happen? All she has to do is swipe down and someone else is dead. Long enough. How long is that? Lo- lo- just long enough. And, I, and, and, you saw how you saw how fast Michael Myers like stabbed somebody in the negotiator. Samuel <laughs> Jackson picks up a gun and is holding it at Frost's head, and it's, for a second, it was like, "Hey, hey, Sam, whatever his name is in the movie, yeah. Sam, 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 come on now, come on, Sam, don't do it, Sam." Yep. <laughs> I don't know why they were all old timey people. Sam, put the gun down, please. Put it down, see? Yeah. yeah. You and still then, got your life in front of you, see? And then he eventually puts the gun down. And it's like you're not worth it or something. All right, they waited. They all waited uh-huh. yes. for a long period of time. Yes. So is it? He was pointing the gun at his head. That's the most dangerous position of all time. Yes. She's standing there with a knife. Mm-hmm. Not dangerous yet. Take her down. <laughs> how, many, how many shots did you say we would uh, get to? She got shot three times at least. Yeah. 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 So was that three different people or one guy just went crazy? It, it might just... It might. <laughs> so, so why did the whole police force fire at her? Right. It was just three shots. I'm guessing it is possible that they were actually on a strained position and a person let loose a bullet and they were just copied because they thought that was okay. <laughs> Either way, she got shot three times and she's alive. She's in the hospital now. Just like Mike. Right. Which sets up a good possibility for three, I would think. I, he said he's not doing them anymore. No? Okay, that's fine. Because he's got a new one coming out. Uh, I think it's called 13 or 31. It's it's one of those two sets of okay. numbers. It take, it's it's uh, real quick about that movie. His new movie, uh, it takes place on Halloween night. Six people or ten people are kidnapped and they're put in this underground like murder world chamber saw where they have to survive the night. Okay. But there's like crazy looking clowns who are like bad guys trying to kill him throughout this whole haunted. Like, so saw meets 13 ghosts meets, uh, uh meets like the purge or something sort of. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Is I don't think I like zombie style of movie making. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I, I hated house of a thousand corpses. And then the devil's rejects, the, se- oh, the, the sequel to 
How, I didn't like that either. All dumb. Well, this is the thing about though. I mean, like they did, a, he did a remake for this movies, and it was interesting for me. I mean, I didn't like a lot of his movies, but some of some of them they're okay. The, these were better. Yeah. Well, than the one Halloween that I saw, the, the original Halloween. I'm not going to watch any of the other Halloweens. I'm pretty sure. But for <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> Well, Based on what I've seen, these two are better than the first one, at least. Oh, God. We're going to get so much hate mail. <laughs> We're going to get so much hate mail. What, because, what? I mean, the, the storyline... The, the storyline is is kind of... It's just not still not very, like... Uh, not something I can buy as uh-huh. far as the... You need a reason to kill people. You stop being whatever. But at least it was shot well, and it was... I don't know. Oh, I forgot to ask you, Adam. Yeah. Would this movie have taken place in your world? Oh yeah, I can see that happening. Okay, except for the really? whole fact that he gets shot the, in the head and survives, and the dream stuff. That, yeah, well, that that I can see that being, a, it'd be confusing. Okay. But uh, yeah, okay. What do you think about it, Mike? I mean, this he's talking about you right here. <laughs> I mean, what do you think about how Adam is portraying what you think about the first movie and now? Well, you know, um, that other Michael Myers is a clown. You know, he was he was a pussy compared to me. Uh, he was only like five ten. I'm a I'm a, I'm a clear six six. Yeah, three hundred pounds. Remember, Adam, this is a different universe. Right. This is a white trash world <laughs> where there's no black people in this world. Understood. There was a black guy in the first Rob Zombie Halloween, the truck driver. How yeah. he gets his jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Ken yeah, yeah. Forey. That's who right. you'll see at every horror con. Is that right? Ever. Yeah. He's oh. at all of them, dude. All these like ex-horror movies. Oh, I, was, like, I, was, I was in three horror movies, and now I'm fucking living off that my whole life. I kind of feel bad for him, dude. Yeah. Oh. People like that. Squawk! It's a living. <laughs> you will wow. never see me at one of those conventions, though, Adam. No, that's good. Yeah, plenty of costumes, though. Cosplay, mm-hmm. maybe. Oh yeah, people try to dress like me that they can, they can never pull it off. Yeah. Never. Do you like that? My sister is going to be the new Michael Myers. What, 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 did you like that? I, I like I like that ending. I did because it just it keeps the circle going. It, it does leave it open for more. <clears throat> I did find it that it was a really good twist. I mean, ha- actually having it not just Michael Myers, but having it being part of the family, continuing on through the daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, it's a psychosis in the family, mm-hmm. which I guess, I don't know if it's hereditary, but at least it's caus- causational. Mm-hmm. Causational. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing I like, I actually never give a final thought. I'm always just moving on. Okay. Uh, I like this one better than the first one, because at least this one... He, it was an original idea. Okay. Because the first one, he tried to go original, and then he's like, fuck, I better copy the exact same yeah, first yeah. movie in case people will hate it. But this one, it was just, do I'm going to do whatever I want, and at least he came mm-hmm. up with something original. Right. And I like that Loomis got stabbed. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You just high-five Mike there. Yeah. Good job, Mike. <laughs> yeah. 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 I told you from day one, I was never going to fucking talk to that guy. Well, that was our opinion of the movie, but like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? It's bad. Okay. Peter Hartlob of the San Francisco Chronicle says, this movie isn't horrible, but it seems like a waste for a zombie to keep revisiting someone else's world. Eesh. Oh, that's a that's That's a shot of the creativeness (laughs) of uh, a very creative man. Uh, David Edelstein, Edelstein of the New York Magazine says, Zombie isn't a storyteller. He's a wall. He's a wallower. And because his <laughs> movies take place in a culture of violence and sadism, there's nothing for Michael Myers to do except echo what's already there and slaughter weaker sadists. All right. 
Chuck Wilson of LA Weekly says, Zombie has talent to burn, but he's slumming here, and one suspects that he even knows it. Oh, wow. And finally... So paycheck, pretty much? What is it? Right. Yeah. Because he never wanted to do a sequel to that one. They had to fucking give him a lot of money just to do this. And that's right. when he said, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Okay. Uh, finally, Keith Phipps of AV Club says, let's float a notion. Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie is probably the greatest horror movie director never to make a great movie. <laughs> hmm. The good reviews. Hmm. Kyle Smith of the New York Post says, Halloween 2 offers up a rush of fiercely imagined nightmare images in a very clever way. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can go with that. Okay. Joe Newmeyer of the New York Daily News says, Zombie walks the walk. You can't deny that. And he's found the medium where he can let his freak flag fly the highest. Yeah, that's just that's a fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> now it's on to the game everyone loves to play, the Rotten Tomatoes game. All right. It's part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60%, 84% is fresh, and 85% up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? You want to go to the audience? Sure. Okay. That's us. Okay. I feel like there's a lot of fans. This is, uh, yes, this is a, a reimagining, right? Yeah. Remake. Yeah, remake. Yeah, whatever. All right. So this is going to probably bode not so well with the fans because they were, what they were looking forward to mm-hmm. is a remake probably. Okay. So I'm going to go for 59. Hmm. Okay. See, I, I got a, these two conflicting things. The, the, the Halloween purists, which I, I believe you're a part of, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollywood. And then there's the uh, Rob Zombie fanboys, like the, the review yeah. they just had. So it's kind of like a it's a clash between those two. People that love Rob Zombie be like, yeah, 100%. People that are Halloween peers be like, ah, oh, no, screw that. So you're going to do the Corolla strategy? Or <laughs> just me in the middle? I, I, I want to go in the middle, I, but I, I'll say 49. 45%. Oh! Wow. So it's rotten. The tomato meter, the critics. All right, critics... Uh... I would think that they're not so much into the <laughs> Halloween purism and whatnot. It's uh-huh. more just the genre thing, which this, I feel like delivered a little bit, but also I feel like, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but I feel like part of it's going to be like, Hey, you're a music guy. Get out of my movie world. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I think, I think that, I think the music boy thing is going <laughs> to overpower the rest and uh, 37. Okay. I'm going to stick with my solid fifties. So I'm going to stick with 55. 19 percent wow wow it is rotten in in your opinion hollywood how how much of that is do you think you're zombie you're not supposed to be in my movie world versus actually bad movie maybe part of it and then i also think it's just uh it's just because the first halloween is a classic like people hold that up that's one of the most successful independent films of all time and it kick-started the slasher genre okay yeah so they, people kind of hold that to a high esteem, and they kind of see Rob Zombie as like trashing it up. I see with his style, because like you said, he has a specific style you're not a fan of. Right? Like he took that style and he brought it to a franchise that people love. Hmm. Franchise isn't always good, but regardless, right. he brought his trashiness to it. Even though that be the case, the storytelling was still I'm just pretty guessing good. The critics. Right. I feel like the storytelling was still pretty good for a movie that if it was a standalone, it would make enough sense for me to say it would better than what they said. I think the story was okay. It's just the, the, the whole unexplainable parts of how Mike Myers teleports to places that he knows <laughs> okay. the people are. That's mm-hmm. a bit of like, uh, yeah, on. but it's explained through multiple other movies about the same thing that they just do it. 
No, explanation saying that's the way it is is not an explanation. <laughs> no, I know. But what I'm saying is you can't hold him back against that because everyone else is doing it too. So yeah. it's pretty much like... No, every- no, but I hold it against everybody. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> but what I was saying is, I mean, even so, I mean, like the way the, the, the people that watched the movie, they gave it, what, a 40 some What was it? 45% was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the for the critics to jump so low for a movie that was actually told okay to 19%, that seems like, that seems like it was almost like bashing, really. Yeah. It didn't seem like, it, that seemed a little bit too low for that. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I didn't really enjoy the movie too much, but 19, I think, is way too low for, for what it was. What would, what would you give this movie, Hollywood? Mm, well, I liked it better than the first one, but then I I was bored through a lot of this movie. Really? Yeah, I was. I feel like there was always a lot happening, though. It was, but it was just generic. Yeah, boring. Okay. Mine would probably be in the fifties. All right. Like whatever. Like it's whatever. Okay. Like it's not great. It's not good. It's there. It's just there. Okay. It was a movie. That's what you always say. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It was a movie. (laughs) Paul Giamatti wasn't in this, right, guys? We've noticed that Paul Giamatti has slowly been a lot of the movies we're doing since uh, we all like him. We decided to ask, what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this movie? I said the the, the security guard from the dream sequence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would have liked to see him as Loomis. Oh. <laughs> I think a little bit more of a, a major role. Still not as, yeah. as big, but I could see him doing the... Because he, he did the, the whole... In in, uh, in Sideways, he was all the super snobby, like, yeah. I'm an important uh-huh, guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he also does a lot of the meek, kind of, like, uh, thoughtful guy. Mm-hmm. So th- this would be, like, within his range to do the entire... I'm a yeah. dick. Hey, give me, that, give me that coffee. Yeah. Or whatever. And then be like, I need help, dude. Come on, yeah. it's all in your head. That's why I'm thinking he probably would be better as a coffee owner. The coffee store owner. Oh, that hippie? Yeah. <laughs> Well, he doesn't have necessarily have to be the hippie. He could make his own position on it. But oh, yeah. uh, okay, yeah. All right. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts of, or information you may not know about the movie. John Carpenter, the director of the original Halloween, was offered a cameo in the film by Rob Zombie. Ooh, he declined. Oh, shocking! <laughs> shocking. In the director's cut, Michael takes off his mask and yells "Die!" before stabbing Doctor Loomis. Based on this scene, it marks the first time ever in the series where Michael Myers actually speaks. This is also the first time the character's face can be seen clearly. Mm, no. In the original <laughs> Halloween, he his mask comes off, so you can see his face clearly, but it, it, there's like a, a, a shadow that kind of covers his face. Okay. Mm. But whatever. This, it's IMDb, so it's wrong. Right. Rob Zombie originally stated he would never do a sequel to Halloween until the studio decided to make it. Then he signed on to write and direct because he didn't want someone to ruin his vision. Oh, I, I I get that. As a semi-creative person, I can I can relate to that. Like, no, 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 don't touch my stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. my baby. It's my baby, please. In the unrated, oh, baby back, baby back. <laughs> in the unrated director's cut, <laughs> nice one. <laughs> in the unrated director's cut commentary, Rob Zombie says that the original ending, the three main characters all die, and Laurie Strode's psychiatric ward stay is really, in fact, her last thought. As many mistake it as that she's still alive. And this is coming from Rob Zombie himself during the commentary oh, no. track. So that means they oh. all die. And the last scene that seems is like quite in a leap. Her head. Nah, I can't. What? Well, he well as she's getting shot, she's thinking I'm psycho. Well, maybe as she's lying there dying. It is possible. I mean, I don't like that. Well, you know, I know you don't like it, but like considering how Rob Zombie's been trying to pull you back and forth through dream state and past and future. Um, it kind of oh. makes sense how... Or maybe this whole thing was a dream. She's been the psycho the entire time. Oh, nice. Jesus. Now it's time for <laughs> Money Makes the World Go Round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how how well... Ah, 
This movie. Ah, <laughs> ba 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 ba. Oh, I just I just made a movie in my head. Mike, you keep <laughs> fucking up my copy. Yeah, get off the so- computer, Mike. Sorry, I was looking up that. the score of the game. <laughs> So okay, let's, let's let's imagine this. At at the end of the first movie, uh-huh. she's walking down the street, and then uh, Brackett comes up behind her, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sh- oh, she they turns then around, put her in the psych ward because she like shoots the sheriff. She, yeah, she turns around, oh, shoots Brackett in the head, yeah. psych ward, and the rest of the movie is now played in her head. Oh, okay. There you go. You just rewrote the movie. Yeah, nice. Or she's Mike Myers, and which she- would explain the teleporting. <laughs> Ooh, you're right. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. <laughs> All right, Mike. Let me finish this. <laughs> Money makes the world go round, fellas. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to this peer, held up to its peers. The budget for this movie was 15, one five, 15 million dollars. Would you like to huh. guess? Give me your guess for its worldwide gross, both domestically and overseas. Mm. So 45 would be break even points. Uh, Fifty-two. Okay, fifty-two million. I go for thirty-seven. Okay, in the U.S., this grossed thirty-three point three million. Okay, overseas, it grossed six 20? million. Oh, so its worldwide gross is thirty-nine point three million. Oh, so this right. is a loss. Very good. See, they they spent too much money paying Rob Zombie to make it. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Well, and then also the slasher movie is predominantly from the U.S., right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, what about all the the are good the good some good slasher type movies remakes of overseas stuff? Are they? No, not slashers. Oh, not slashers. Mm. Oh, like oh the, it's just a horror type yeah. or suspense horror. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. the, the horror ones that I like. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this film. Debuted, I like my horror movies imported. <laughs> <laughs> this film debuted in third place on the weekend of August twenty eighth, two thousand nine, with sixteen point three million dollars. Number one was the Final Destination. The first one? No, the. Final. Oh, that what? was like the fourth or fifth one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Finally. Because the first movie is called Final Destination. This right. is the Final Destination. Oh, so it's supposed to be the last one? Like, do you remember uh, the first, The Fast and the Furious? And part five was like, uh, part four was Fast and Furious? No. <laughs> I'm serious. That, that's, yeah. is, that, is that really yeah, that's the real thing? thing? It was oh, first The Fast and the Furious, then Too Fast, Too Furious, then Tokyo Drift, and then, uh, was it? Faster uh, and Furious, sir. No. no, no, it was just Fast and Furious. Yeah, Fast and Furious, and then and fast, fast, five, fast Five, yeah, Fast Six, Fast Seven. Yeah, holy Christ! All the way up to Fast Fifteen. I feel like if you're gonna add numbers to it, you need to keep the same title. Maybe add a byline like the uh-huh. Die Hard movies. Yeah, Die Hard, Die Harder, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. It's still Die Hard. Yeah, or it's, it's, no, it's Die Hard Two colon Die, die, die hard. Harder. Yeah. Well, this Die also, Hard Three colon Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. This also could be because that they didn't plan on making this many until later on when they were signed on for more. No. Well, yeah. as soon as what? you make the second one, it's too fast, too furious. You already, you already fucked up your whole thing. <laughs> How so? Because yeah. it's not fast. It's not Fast and Furious. The Fast and Furious colon Too, too fast, fast, Too Furious. furious. <laughs> it's just Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what if the, that's all they wanted to do? I mean, like they went to th- completely to some different angle. Yeah, well, then they went back to it. Tokyo Drift. Furious, colon, Tokyo Drift. I don't really have enough research to actually answer uh, this question. All right, all right. Doesn't matter. Well, this film debuted in third place. Number one <laughs> <Yeah>. was <laughs> The Final Destination. Number two was Inglorious Bastards. Adam, it was Ooh. a carryover. Okay. Inglorious Bastards debuted I number cer- one. Uh, yes, just, I it, certainly it went down so. the road. Trust, trust me. That was a great movie. The Final Destination did not beat Inglourious Passards oh, okay. in its debut weekend. 
That, that was our first taste of Christoph Waltz, right? Mm-hmm. Good God. Best scene in the entire movie was the opening scene. Mm-hmm. The susp- oh, it, it went on for a very long time, but... Words. Good God. <laughs> Words, Adam. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm so... Magic Christoph Waltz is Dr. Loomis? Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I would agree, Hollywood. <laughs> A two-time Oscar winner. That's 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 a good pull right there. I I I would definitely want to work with him. I would have even gone to his coffee in the morning. <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't sell himself with a movie like this. Yes, because he's, he's a theatrical I actor. I know. Yeah. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 16th highest-grossing film in the category sequel to a remake. Oh, Number one is The Mummy Returns. <laughs> Number two is Ocean's Twelve. Huh. And number three is The Nutty Professor Two: The Clumps. Well, I guess as far as sequels go, well, not like Professor, but Ocean's 12. As far as sequels, generally sequels are awful. Wait, yeah. what else did I heard on that? Well, do, to the well I only anyway. did the top three. Yeah. I didn't see Okay, the, well, two is not good anyway. No, it's it's sequel to a remake. Oh, to a remake. Yeah. I see. Mummy was a remake? Yeah. The black and white mummy from the 40s. Mm-hmm. It was, what, the Brent, so you're talking about Brendan Fraser? Yeah, The Mummy Returns. Is a, is a remake. Is a remake of The Mummy is from that right? the 40s. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Now you know. Huh. The Universal bum, bum, Monsters. Bum, bum. Yeah, yeah. Finally, this was the 84th highest grossing film of 2009. Number one that year was Avatar. Which Avatar? I mean, we're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Avatar I'm talking about? Fine. Because the one episode we did, it was called The Last Airbender. And in trivia, I said they had to change the name right. because of av- this Avatar. Yeah, because of uh, Dances with Wolves yeah. in space. Hey, Mike, where did you watch this movie? Oh, uh, I I I uh, rented it on Amazon. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that, Mike, for supporting the show. Uh, if anybody else wants to support the show, like Mike did, go to our website first. Click on the banner; it'll take you to Amazon. From there, you do your shopping as normal. But because you clicked on our site, we get a little kickback, so you help support the show without spending anything extra. Same for iTunes. Yay! Yeah, I I didn't actually pay for it. Uh, oh. I stabbed a guy and used his credit card. So. Ah, smart. So it's gonna go to that. He's his points. As long as long as you click through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I click there. Don't worry. Very good. Points for you, Mike. Yes. Points. <laughs> points. I like I like on the nerdist where like people on the podcast where people always accuse him of being like a fake nerd. Yes. Like, oh my god, you like Star Wars? I like Star Wars. Ah. No, it's it's because I, I I did think that at the beginning too uh-huh. for the same reason. That, actually, on the on that Marin show, Marin even says it like w- what I was thinking. Like you're, you're too good looking to be a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> you're too much of a pretty boy. Uh-huh. But so he's like, of course you're a figure. No, no, he is he's legit. Yeah. After listening to uh, over 300 podcasts, uh, he I, I, yes he is nerdy for sure. Well, that's 2009's Halloween 2, directed by Rob Zombie. If you want to contact us, check out our website, ratpadpodcast.com slash spoilers, and check out the other shows of the network as well. Like us on Facebook, at facebook.com slash spoilers show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I started Instagram. I saw that. At spoilers show. Check out and subscribe to the new YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. This week concluded our October Horathon, but next week we're still saying in the in that genre. Adam, uh, genre films are usually are usually for a horror, sci-fi, fantasy. Okay. And the movie we're going to watch is kind of in that realm. Okay. We're also finishing up business. All right. Okay. We're watching 2014's The Purge Anarchy. Oh, nice. Our fourth episode of Spoilers was the first Purge film, which 
People, was that the fourth? Jesus. Yeah. Which people labeled as horror. People consider that, like, it's somewhat horror uh, It That's okay. why I said it's a genre film. Like, it, it, it falls like with a thriller. It falls me, within, yeah. like, that category. I, I can go. I think I'd go for that. So. I'm looking forward to watching that one. Yeah. Because it, this is. The Purge Anarchy is the movie we wanted The Purge to be, where you yes. this one takes place on the street level, right. so you're seeing like what's happening in there. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'll mention this on the Purge Anarchy episode, but uh, the, me and a guy I worked with, we came up with an idea for The Purge 3, and oh. he fucking loved the idea. Oh. So I don't know. Okay. I'll just say it. I doubt somebody will write it. Okay. <laughs> but I'll tell you guys in that episode. Copyright. Hollywood on Ratback Podcast. Yeah. Uh, what are those fake things? Mike, thanks for joining. <laughs> thanks for joining us. You are our first guest who was actually in the movie to join us for commentary. Oh no, sorry, oh, Babadook. No, no, hold on. Yeah. Oh, the Babadook is here. Oh, you had to bring him. Mike, did you ever write a book? Oh <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, I, I never finished my formal schooling. Oh, that's too bad because don't you know us monsters can self-publish? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll look into that. All right, guys. Signing off. This is Hollywood. I'm Astro. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Oh, no. oh, oh goody. Oh, goody, Mike. We'll add them to our collection. Stab. I'm Nothing not- can kill the Babadook. Stab. <laughs> oh, ah, ah. Oh, die. I'm not dead. <laughs> that was all a dream, guys. We're back. <laughs> hey, we're back. Hey.